Oh, are we going? Are we going? Uh, we're going. We're going. What's we're up, not go. Thunder Goose? Welcome back to another Thunder Goose episode. We're doing something new today. Again. We're doing something the same, <laughs> but it is new. <laughs> no, we're doing something new today again. Now, it is a microsode, but... Yeah, we like the name. We'll keep it. I don't, I don't know. Based on what you were saying, having eight pages about, I don't know... If that's going to fit within 15 to 20 minutes. Well, this is what we're going to... So this is... A special microsode also, just because of the anime this situation this week as well. Yeah, it is true. Yeah. So yeah. anime, the for the next two weeks, our anime uh, episodes are going to be only two episodes because this week or... Discussing two episodes of anime, two not, episodes not of two anime. episodes of... Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, thank um, you for the clarification. Because... Yeah. I guess people like to take breaks, which well, is understandable. Well, no, well, <laughs> first off, Mashals, yes, I mean, there's a there's a big thing in uh, Japan with production right now. Apparently, mm -hmm. I didn't look into it. All I know is Mashal had a recap episode this week, and next week Hell's Paradise has it off. So, hey, we'll take it. Gives us a break, and I'm glad that it gives other people a break, and it's needed. It's so. fine. Yeah, it's fine. We'll we'll fill our time otherwise. Right? Um. So. Yeah. So this week, I mean, so what we're kind of trying to do, I think, is both Luke and I really enjoy. Um, a lot of kind of deep dives into niche things, right? Um, and I feel like that's a reason that a lot of you guys are here, uh, is anime is not as niche as it used to be, right? I mean, I think it's like pretty wide, but I mean, I guess still probably pretty niche compared to a whole majority of people who go, what the fuck are these cartoons, right? So I think for us, mm. I, I know of the content that we enjoy like you know diving into we have different tastes obviously too but i think a lot of the the content that we enjoy diving into whether they're like you know creepypasta icebergs or um i mean there's just like so many different things um yeah. you know reddit crazy reddit posts that like take you on like yeah. you know just crazy analog level. analog horror as analog a whole horror. or um liminal spaces right. the back rooms that kind of stuff exactly always, it's always fun so what we wanted to try is give you guys bite-sized episodes um and again it could be longer than 25 30 minutes but that's to me that's the goal i think the goal is that we try to aim around there for the most yeah. part and we'll see um and we'll see what happens yeah, yeah yeah we'll see what happens um i just saw the title of your thing and i was like oh jeez, okay we're going there we're going there, <laughs> so here we go genocide in the mid no okay. um <laughs> no so genocide in the mid <laughs> We are, this week, we're going to talk about stuff, and um, it's going to be a little different also in the way that it's going to be a little bit more story-told driven, if it's, that makes sense. It's going to be, um, I think the best way to say, is it, say this is I'm going to be, be more reactionary for most of this. Yes. And Joel will be leading. Yes. But I will say this. Uh, and this is more so for you because we haven't we we talked about this a little bit, but um, we'll do a little bit of a hashing out with our with our fans. But um, you're free to just jump in at any time, say anything. You're not going to interrupt the flow. Yeah, yeah. That's what I want. Oh, yeah. Cool. I Let's want do that. it. Yep. Uh, um, I'm going to so interject like, what the fuck? everywhere. <laughs> yeah. On you know, everything. Through the through the goofs, through the actual questions. I can't promise I don't know every, anything everything because I watched. Um, I'm going to link all the videos that I put that I watched like in the video. The, the you're watching right now um so you're seeing it but um i probably spent between you know three to four hours on different things watching and editing and doing yada yada, yada. so i'm not a master i don't know every single sure. thing um are you reading from a script or are you just reading from a notes um both from so comments. i wrote some and then i have 
kind of just random notes that uh, sometimes I'm just like, well, I didn't find it too, too. I didn't find enough or I didn't have enough time to dive in further than I would want to. Okay. So, okay. Um, yeah. And if you have any knowledge of this subject, too. I, I do have it. a little bit of knowledge. Uh, I have not done a, done a deep dive of that, but I do. I do know some of the things of Undertale. But oh, yeah. well, oh, I didn't say that. That's okay. That's what it is. <laughs> We're talking about Undertale, <laughs> the dark side. I'm really sorry for that, uh, man. That was a really Undertale. big goof for me. No, that's great. That's funny. Mm. You bitch. No, um, that is perfect. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, without further ado, let's get into it. Welcome, guys, to another microsode where we'll be diving into bite-sized pieces of the lore, theories, and mysteries that pique our interest. I actually did write a little intro thing. I totally right. forgot. I'm super. Um, today we are talking about the dark and mysterious lores lurking behind beneath the surface of a beloved indie game, Undertale, and its enigmatic. See, I try to be. You cool. use a great word there. I use a good word. Uh, characters from the elusive Doctor Gaster to the hidden depths of Toral's motives. Uh, we'll be taking Toriel's motives. Toriel, see, I'm like fuck up. Toriel, Toriel. What did I say? I said. I said. I said Toral. You said Toral. I said Toriel. So Toriel or whatever. Which is it's to Toriel. Toriel. Yeah. Okay. Depths of Toriel's motives. We'll take a deep dive into the darkness that lies within this crafted masterpiece. The thing I think I well, let's get. Go ahead. What? No, no. I think I know more about Toriel's true motives. I thought, but we'll get to that because I I kind of wouldn't mind just letting letting that. Letting you like talk. Oh shit, my words are garbage. Okay, I'm gonna take it back. Um, <laughs> okay, we're done. Moving on. <laughs> no, um, no, I think I know a little bit about, about Toriel. So okay, but I'll let it play out first. You, so you you just cre- keep correcting me because uh, I fuck up names all the time. It's tutorial, right? Like that's tutorial. Oh tutorial? my god. Yes. Did you not know yeah. that? No, I did know that. Oh, okay. I just kind of it's one but of those tutorial. moments where you're just like, oh yeah, yeah duh. Um, okay, so a little background before we dive into the deep gritty bullshit. It's actually really cool. Um, so this game, I'd tell, was developed by Toby Fox. Shocker uh, for anyone who likes the game. He also had some like help. Him. Oh yeah, what? he did. He, everyone knows we like him. Yeah, we know. So. Yeah, we like him. We would nominate him for he. He was the I kind of nominated him last year for best soundtrack. So yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Oh yeah, from the Pokemon, huh? Yeah, Cause, like, Pokemon. He, he, Area Zero. He, he's been legitimately getting around. More yeah. Oh yeah, he's yeah, he's good. It's awesome. Yeah. I I do love that he's getting the recognition he deserves. Um, he also has some help from Temi Chang. Um, so and some other composure artists who that kind of worked on you know different little smaller pieces. But overall, Toby Fox and Temi. Toby was in the majority. Temi definitely had a, a lot larger of a hand than other people who worked on it as well. Um, but you know, ultimately, pretty much a one man show with some with some help. Cool. Um, it gained significant attention and popularity for its unique gameplay mechanics, memorable characters, and the captivating storyline with its mysterious uh, or mysteries that often peer into the depths of darkness itself when looked. You like that? Ooh. Did you write that yourself? I did. That was, that was eloquent, man. Thanks, man. I'm trying. I'm not always really good at that, but... Um, <laughs> Watch, <laughs> watch you mess up the word night later. <laughs> watch me mess up uh, uh, San's name. No. Uh, and I'll I'll go <laughs> over it. Every there is the incorrect there. Yeah, dude. No yeah, apostrophes. If you read this, it would be horrible. Like 47 ain'ts in a row. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It probably is all no. the wrong there. So. Ain'ts is great. Whatever. No, ain't okay. Ain't. Um, taint. Sorry, taint. Taint. <laughs> Take a seriously, dude. Come in on. Undertale, players control a child who has fallen into an underground realm populated by monsters. 
Um, the game offers players the choice to either befriend or fight these monsters. The combat system, which players, uh, which allows players to avoid conflict and resolve encounters through non-violent means, which is honestly one of the. I feel I'm trying to think of other games that do this, and I can't really think of any that that do that do like the talking mechanic, and you can, and every single fight can be won without attacking. Uh, an RPG like that? Can you do that? Can you no, do that? I don't think I don't think a lot of RPGs. I mean, like the the uh, Persona series or the Shin Megami Tensei series has always had talking with the opponent to even move them onto your side oh. as a as a mechanic okay. in it. So like, um, that's about the closest you're gonna get though, and okay. that's that's way. That is. Nah, that's it's kind of hard to compare that too, just because of the nature of that game. That game being all about building stronger teams. Yeah. Like the obviously the end goal in Undertale is way different than SMT, you know. But 100%. but the ability to talk to the opponent and conversate and end the fight, mm-hmm. you can do that in SMT. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. So that's sick. Except for this game, Undertale went hard and did it with every single encounter. SMT, you still got boss fights you got to win. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> that is true. Like like the I think the coolest part about Undertale was that like progression wasn't hindered when you chose the pacifist route right so if anything it made the story like better. well the story got better and and but you didn't feel like the game was getting unfair like, right there were de- it was like the difficulty was somehow balanced to work for a level one player the entire way through right because because you're not leveling up when you resolve it peacefully right you're right. just ending the fight yeah and getting you're just a, getting gold or whatever or a friend yeah or a friend yeah. whatever you want to call it right so mm-hmm Exactly. Anyways, anyways, go on. Um, so Undertale received some critical acclaim for its innovative. Uh, wait, did I fucking say that? I, I might I have already jumped ahead of you. It's okay. Too, um, so we'll just go jump ahead. Uh, the game's emphasis is, uh, is on a player's choices and consequences. Um, gar- wait, it garnished praise from other players and critics alike. Undertale has since become a cult classic and has. Why did the, I say garnered a bunch of times? I thought I was cool. Um, cool garnered word. a dedicated fan base. Its impact on the indie game uh, gaming scene and its unconventional take on RPG mechanics have made it significant and influential title within the gaming community. Um, so, I mean, I've we've talked about this, so I don't want to spend a ton of time on it, but I, I feel like Undertale for sure is one of my favorite games like still to date i've loved toby fox's world i love like his kind of take on uh just like humanity and kind of like the the characters that he made every single person feel like the world feels real and i think it's very hard to do that i think it is one of the first games i've ever played in my life uh that just everyone feels like real people you know yeah Uh, they feel like real friends and stuff so um i do i do love that um but that being said there are some darker elements and themes uh, present in Undertale. While the game features a charming and whimsical surface, it also delves into deeper and sometimes unsettling aspects of its narrative. One notable aspect of the game's exploration of mortality, or is, you know, mortality and uh, the consequences of your actions, whether they be, like, you know, violent. Um, Undertale presen- uh, presents players with choices throughout the game, emphasizing the impact of their decisions. Right, so the consequences can be profound and have lasting effects on the characters and the gaming world. The game explores themes of redemption, forgiveness, and the consequences of violence. Additionally, Undertale contains characters and storylines that touch upon sensitive topics such as loss, loneliness, and existentialism. The game's <laughs> existentialism—that's <laughs> a big—that's a big word. That's a big word. <laughs> Exist. How do you say, how do you say it? Uh, existentialism. Let me, let me look at the word. I, that's a hard one for me to. Right here. 
existentialism. You said it right. I just don't, that's just a hard word to say. Chat. Chat. No, you said it right. I think you said it right. <laughs> There's no chat here. It's no, this podcast. Just, it's just a big word. <laughs> um, it's a big word. It's one of the ones I have a hard time saying. Um, but yeah, I mean, over. I mean, so to kind of cut that into it, it's like it's a game that right, your your actions have consequences. And what's kind of crazy too is that your this game remembers the choices that you make. Now, if you're playing something like this on Switch, it has a lot less impact I think than it did on like PC cuz like on PC, I would like restart it or reboot it or delete it and bring it back and it would still have pieces of memory or different things or it would yeah, remember it's like, I "Hey, mean, you tried to delete this and you can't. You can't delete like what you've done." And I'm like well, you can. You just, I mean, you can. There's just save data. You got to go. To right, 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 right. You but, have to go to the right places and do the right yeah, thing. Yeah. Obviously, everything can do that. I'm just saying it, right. it was. It's very fun right, programming. But it is. It is a great it. like Doki Doki great illusion. Club. Illusion, right? Like, right. Yeah, yeah. Without yeah. getting super spoiler into that, but yeah. But the illusion of it, like, like remembering, hey, like, it, what's the whole the whole example of that is like, hey, you can pursue the genocide route. Which right. spoiler, there's a genocide route in this game where you just kill everyone. Like you, you literally destroy all of the under area the cave system whatever this is you know um and then if you try to start a new game there's nothing right like they're still gone so there are like there's there's a commitment in this game that you don't see in a lot of other games like like obviously there's a commitment to your world in the playthrough but there's a commitment to the games like multiple like i don't know how to say that one there's a commitment there's a commitment to like just repeat playthroughs in this in this world it's i don't understand how to i don't know what to do but i don't know what to do <laughs> i don't know what to do i don't know i don't know ah uh, this is crazy because you can finish the game on a normal playthrough uh and kill people and then restart it and be just fine but once you choose genocide that's what has the permanent effect you know right it's crazy so, it is crazy yeah um speaking i guess you know just move right into that so um the genocide i mean like I guess we can kind of just dive into, I mean, see, this is the part just for our fans. Like, you know, this is going to be slightly messy. It's not going to be perfect because this is the first time I've ever done anything where there's a little bit more script to it. Uh, Because I honestly enjoy more the shooting the shit and kind of like just going back and forth. So whenever Luke wants to, I dive in. So if if it takes a little sec for me to get back into it, that I do. Now that Joel's told me he loves that, though, I'm never going to do it. Well, fuck. (laughs) He's talking the entire time now. Um, I quit. (laughs) Okay, so obviously, uh, let's just do this. Moving on to the darker theories mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, associated mm-hmm. with Undertale, we encounter the infamous, which we just talked about, genocide route, mm-hmm. uh, and the character Chara. I believe I'm saying that right. C H A R A. Chara. Chara. Maybe Kara, it's Kara. Chara. I remember it was supposed to be a word that you could pronounce multiple ways, so it was fluid. Like in terms of it, that's our feminine versus masculine, yeah. you know? Kara, Chara, Kara, Bera, Dara, Vera. Um, but Undertale offers uh, different routes, including this route, where players intentionally kill every monster that they encounter. Uh, one dark theory suggests that Kara, we'll just call her Kara, uh, the character, or what is it? It's Kara? them. I mean, that's what or I think them. I think that's suggest the, that I don't remember them, who. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's not Toby who called them that, but like they. It's there's specifically no gender tied to the character. Correct. Yeah. Um, the character associated with the genocide route is a malevolent entity or a representation of the player's own dark impulses. Ew, gross. Um, according to this theory, Kara's influence grows stronger as players progress through the genocide route, ultimately leading to a disturbing conclusion, uh, which is everyone, you know, is, everyone dead. is dead. 
and they will never come back. And you have murdered everyone. Yeah. And I mean, like, you can literally yeah. walk through the entire game and no one's there. Have you done that? I, I have not on, because uh-huh. I'll be honest, the genocide round two is the hardest one to beat. I've watched people do it. I've tried tempted to do it on Dude. my PC. Uh, I don't really want to do it on my Switch. I <laughs> mainly because I'm like I don't want to. I don't know. Undying was hard enough on Genocide, but then the end of that game. I mean, obviously this is full spoilers, right? Like yeah, of course. Okay, yeah, so. we've already said this. Uh, we're gonna do it. I'm gonna have like a okay, a spoiler attack. Yeah, yeah, obviously that's like okay. So not even sands like like undying is hard like enough in my opinion you know with the bouncing but like beams that come towards you dude, or lightning bolts like they're it's, all it's, crazy yeah it's nuts dude well and that's the thing too where i feel like toby fox is punishing us for yeah doing uh, this thing that he's allowing us to do right like is, it's it's so interesting there is a meta narrative in there right like mm-hmm. there's something like 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 obviously this is getting really hard and way more difficult than the other playthroughs because this is like this should be like difficult to do <laughs> like there shouldn't this shouldn't be easy like this should be a hard process yeah yeah there are a lot of moral implications with pursuing a genocide route in, in some ways and then again it's a video game right but like you know yeah yeah 100%. So. i totally agree with that um another dark thing is the experimentation on souls so this is kind of something that is Mentioned throughout the entire game through different characters, but um, this series uh, speculates about about the nature of soul manipulation within Undertale. So it suggests that the various experiments conducted by characters like Doctor Alphys, which we'll get into later, because that's I to me the darkest thing is is uh, Doctor Alphys, um, and potentially other characters such as Doctor Gester or Gaster, sorry, uh, involving the unethical treatment and exploitation of souls, leading to unsettling implications about the nature of the underground and its inhabitants. Um, I and mean, what's we'll the hell theory? Hmm? It's the hell theory that yeah. you're in hell the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. I've right. heard that one. That one's that's. I yeah, I it, think yeah. that's possible. Yeah. Like I don't know if Toby would ever Toby would never confirm something like that if like that's how he developed it because that would really right. that really kind of takes away some of the magic if it's. Re- <laughs> I don't know if the game feels as magical if you're saying, if you're saying yeah it all takes place in hell you know whatever right um but like because I think if you say that then you then you'll get every person as like a monster or like a or a, or a demon right it's like and why right. wouldn't you try to kill like, like why wouldn't you try to doom it right? but like but like Flowey makes so much sense you know as if like you're in hell. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like Sally makes so much more sense uh, with like how powerful he is. But right, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, you're good. Um, and then this is a little bit more vague. So the true nature of the underground, right? So some theories explore, um, which we'll get into to some degree. Again, we're not going super hardcore into every single one of these, but some theories explore the idea that the underground itself is a sinister and oppressive realm. So like this is kind of the more the, oh, the concerning theory. dark yeah. secrets and being a reflection of the darker aspects of humanity. Uh, these theories delve into the nature of the monsters, their history, and the circumstances that led to their banishment underground, painting a bleaker picture of the game game's world. It's important to note that many of these theories are interpretations and speculation from fan community and may delve into disturbing themes or explore unsettling possibilities. Um, however, the core themes of this game uh, are empathy, kindness, and nonviolence. So a lot of these theories, though... I will say a lot of the some of the theories will like even like Dr. Gasser's stuff like I didn't 
I feel like some of the fascinating stuff is that the code, and that's what I really wanted to dive into. I didn't have the time, so maybe a different one, uh, maybe not the next one I do, but maybe something after that, uh, I can go more into like the actual coding because people have been breaking it down, doing some things, and I have some of that here. People break down songs, people break down uh, other things, and kind of. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of motifs. There's a lot of similar things that uh, that you know characters that are very similar that you're like, oh, this character could be related to this character. So interesting. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. Okay. So let's. Okay. I'm just going to. Man, this is the harder part because I I, I wrote. Pick, huh? I got to pick on where I wanted to go. Yep. But okay. So let's just dive into it. So right, we'll, we'll do some characters. So um. There, we'll, we'll kind of start off really easy. Flowey, right? So Flowey is your first greeted with this character as a nice, friendly, helpful NPC that's teaching you how to play the game, which soon you realize is an extremely sinister person that wants your demise. Um, and hypothetically, the demise of every single person uh, there. So something that I actually totally forgot about is... Um, that it flowy stalks you through the whole game yeah so there's like times where if you like You'll go see out and you come flower. back and yeah. you can see a flower like di- di- right. and yep. i'm like I'm, yeah. I'm, i kind of forgot that that was happening right yeah, yeah um so i always like thought that was very interesting um i also i believe that the, the one of the things that i was reading talked about how flowy has you know with azrael kind of as they because like they're like the same person Right? Am I saying Azrael Ryan? Azriel. Azriel. I don't remember that much about that, but I'm. I mean, I'll. I'll go with you on that. If if if. So again, these are just theories. Is Flowey's the dark part of Azriel? You're saying? Yeah. Okay. Right. Right. Or them. I'm trying to remember the exact thing because so like the the whole golden flower. So there's a huge theory on a golden flower and the, it like that Alphys put determination or one of the souls of of the the ch- dying child into flowey and, uh, yes. and like that right i so, remember that yeah yeah that's the actual lore though isn't right. it? right okay well that's what i'm saying so that's oh, what i'm okay. saying so that person so they're saying in the in the game that like they they controlled everything like they've played the video game so like the kind of meta behind it is like they're they've Man. been playing this game over and over and over doing everything they've been nice to everyone they've done horrible things to other people and then you came along and that's why they're so interested in you it's because they're like who the fuck are you 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 shouldn't have this kind of power too yeah got it that's cool yeah it's kind of it's kind of like a fun uh little thing um and we can talk more about flowey uh later but so toriel is is hell yeah uh, hell yeah, I got it right, baby. Hell yeah. um, so while Toriel is generally regarded as a compassionate and caring character, the Undertale fan community has developed a few dark theories uh, this surrounding is what I'm her as well. Super interested in because one Are of them you? was is cannibal, right? One of them well, is she's preparing to eat you. Yeah, so that one I honestly didn't use this one. We can talk about it for a second because okay. I did feel that it wasn't as not as much. Like again, substance. I get it. Um, I think it would be more so. Uh, I, I I think I subscribe to a theory that sh- that she would be instead of like wanting to eat you, that she might be just like the caretaker of the soul, like people who are gonna die. Like she, that's why, like she's oh. not really like doesn't really care as much about you as as what you're saying. It's kind of just more of an act, and uh, she wants, you know, she's like, this is my job. I'm set up here as like you know, um, Asgore's wife, and I'm here 
collecting souls because she's her house is pretty much by the place the where people fall. Yeah. Uh, and then the, you know, there's already been six people, right? And yeah. she's like, "Hey, I don't want to go out there." So she's almost like coercing you to like want to leave. Yeah. Right, so there's like this element where it's like, oh no, don't go out there, don't go out there, and you do, and then you die. How about that? Right, you're faced right. with actual danger. Um, so there's that kind of stuff too. Um, huh. so one theory suggests the turtles' overprotective nature and uh, reluctance to let the player leave the ruins stem from a darker motive. Um, so speculations propose that Toriel, Toriel may have experienced the past trauma or loss related to humans, which I don't feel like that's not really a theory that's real so i feel like because it's her kid that died yeah so that is <laughs> that's not a theory yeah. that is part of the game um yeah but yeah so one of my favorite one of my favorite theories is is the the uh stockholm syndrome theory so she's she she has surrounded her house but with traps so no one can escape Right. So she's showing you the traps, building your confidence, being like, hey, like, here's like these things. So the theory is that she developed the ruins, not. Yes. Uh... Yeah. So she, you know, she left, got away and then she's like lonely. And so the fact that the only thing that she has is is some random jokes on the other side of this wall. Right. Or this doorway. And and so she's like refusing to go back. So she's like any contact is she's just doing so much to keep them manipulate you to be here. Like she's giving you food, which again, these are all great things, nice things. And honestly, I don't know if I really buy into that. She's a bad person. I think my heart broke the biggest when the first time I ever played and I just attacked like a normal person would and you kill her. And I'm just like, I was like, Holy fuck. What did I yeah, do? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, you know, a hard like, moment. it is a super hard moment. Yeah. So there is a degree, like, I think they're fun, right? So none of these theories I'm saying, like, are, yes, this is what it is. Um, I think almost all of these are just, like, usually pretty fun. So I think, like, the whole f- idea that she is kind of like, hey, why don't you stay here? Let me course you to stay here. And I, I, the eating thing is kind of funny, too, because, like, yeah. she makes pies, right? And they're pies right. of snails and, yeah. and, like, other things like that. So it's yeah. like, yeah, so, like, maybe you're the next pie. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So yeah, I yeah. do I do like that a lot. Yeah. Um, I could see that being, like, I, I don't know if, like, well, part of me is, like, well, I, the end of the game kind of gives, gives away the goose there, you know? With yeah. uh, the reconciliation and the good ending, mm-hmm. um, but if that the good ending wasn't like that good with like because since she's in the good ending because she's alive, right? Um, that makes that kind of hard unless you're talking about a non-pacifist route. Mm-hmm. Maybe you know. Yeah, it'd have to know. be like a non-pacifist route. Yeah, it'd have to be like a non-pacifist story or sorry storyline. I mean, but mm-hmm. yeah, or like you changed her heart and the good one you know yeah, who knows um but so some of the the reasons that people are saying is uh, for like stockholm or even just um the other it's like kind of the similar vein but like you're a replacement child for her child right yes. so you have yeah. like so you're in her debt for saving you right so she's kind of hey i found you i'm gonna walk you through these traps i'm gonna do all these things which i bet if i tried to even playing the game if i played the whole game or the first part the, all the traps and then did some stuff in the house and then left to go back out. I probably as a player would not remember the exact things to do. Right. So it's kind of giving you false hope that you, Oh, she's like, I'm helping you. I'm doing these things for you. And then she wants you to forget your old life. Right. She's like, you don't need Mm -hmm. those things. You're good. You're down here. It's fine. You don't need to go back up to the top. You don't need to do these things. That's the suspect part right there. dude. Right. Right. Um, and then I think, um, 
one of the biggest questions people ask is why did she not just go with you? Yeah. Right? Because it's like yeah. if she really, really cared about you and your safety and she feels like she has the ability to protect you, why didn't she just go with you? Yeah. So there is that is, I think, like the theory. And again, I think I know the answer and it's boring, which is it's a it's, video it's game. A game. Yeah. And, and that's is, not really is, how this game works. Well, you don't have a party, right? Well, There's not multiple. Not in I mean in Delta no, Room. I, I I think you said it earlier, but Toriel's death is, is supposed to be a capstone to that tutorial yes. and to let you know that yes, there are consequences to, to your combat. Actions. Yes. Yep. Yes. To your actions, yeah, to your actions. So oh, to you co- to combat. So like if she sure. didn't die, that that might not come across as clear for the rest of the game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll move right along to everyone's favorite, Doctor Gaster. Which one's Doctor Gaster? So Doctor Gaster is technically not fully actually in the game, but he is a presence within the game, and he was so he is a real character, as in. He was the the scientist before Alphys. Okay. Um, and here, yeah. So let's see. Go ahead and go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just go. Okay. Yeah. So Doctor Gaster is a character within the lore and fan theories surrounding the game Undertale. Duh, that's what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, however, it's important to note that Doctor Gaster goes and uh and does not make an actual official appearance. I do want to go like this, quote unquote, quote unquote, because there is a way, and I don't know if it's hack only or if you have to do specific things but there is a meter where it is it's almost like it's like a fun meter i think is what people call it and it's a kind of what your character is like how much fun that they're having i don't exactly remember the things that go into what determines that but people who hack it and give you less i believe it's less fun you will find a doorway that's magical that's only when that code is happening. Weird. And it will have a character that is Dr. Gaster, supposedly, and as soon as you touch him, his face morphs and it disappears and they'll never show up again. That's a, that's a creepypasta, right? Right. Okay. Um, and then on top of that, something that I didn't know, because I've never seen this in the game, is Dr. Gaster actually has three followers in the game. That you can randomly, it's randomly generated. So, and the pro, the pro, the probability of seeing them is insanely low. And this is real, and this is real. It's okay. in the game, and okay. there's three of them, and they give a little bit of backstory here and there um, okay. about him. Um, so, according to fan theories, Doctor Gaster is believed to be a former royal scientist in the underground, right? Preceding characters like Doctor Alphys. Um, it is suspect or speculated that he conducted experiments involving time and space manipulation, leading to his eventual demise and disappearance. So, I believe that is that is more. I don't know if it's fully fan theory. I think that they do mention that. So the idea is throughout the game, um, they talk about the man or beware of the man with hands, right? That's mm. that's the, and they say that I believe two different people say that twice, and it's very in passing, and you don't really fully know what that means. Um, so references to Doctor Guess can be found in the game's code unused assets and through cryptic messages that the players can encounter under specific circumstances right so it's very specific on how you interact with the world to where you get these things um these elements have sparked curiosity and speculation among fans leading various theories or two various theories about his backstory and significance within undertale universe However, it is important to remember that Dr. Gasser's existence and roles are not explicitly confirmed, right? Um, I will say this. 
One of my favorite things that I found, and I didn't write it in here because I didn't really know where to fit it in, but it just kind of feels good. So Toby Fox and Dr. Gaster are almost one in the same to some degree. I think a lot of people th- feel like like it's almost like this. I don't know if it's almost. Yeah. Like it's yeah, like, you know, kind of know what's the word where it's like almost like Alfred Hitchcocking yourself into things. Um, it's but it's like, knowing, yeah. Yeah. So, but the, the craziest thing is his, uh, so his page got hacked, um, by a black, you know, I think it was just called the, the dark or something like that. And it was just a black circle. And then it said, I know you've been looking for me, yada, yada, yada. And it was this whole thing for, I think it went for like a day or two. And it was like, I think it was like a 24 hour thing where it's like, Hey, like you're about to know me soon or whatever. And then that was Delta ruin. That was the, that's what, and the link was a Delta ruin thing. And so that's again, cool ploy, cool marketing. Um, but again, it adds to the mystery and the craziest thing to me um, and I'll jump back up into some of this stuff because uh, I think I misplaced one of the things because I don't see it. Um, blah, 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 blah. Man. So, shoot. Sorry, guys. <laughs> this is a bummer because I definitely... Edit out. We're good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, maybe I cut it out. I didn't put it back in. Well, I remember this because it was it's crazy. Okay, so I think I did cut it out on accident. Um, tight. Okay, here we go. I'm up here. Um, but so there, there's two. Now that I don't have it, I can't remember. I think it's called like M U S underscore something, and it's a song. Dot O G G. Um, so there's a song that plays when people try to break into, and I'll play it for you. Uh, I'll see if I can find it right now. Um, but when people broke into the the code for um undertale what would happen is a message would play and it was like a a, a, a musical thing and then it like la- ended up being uh, at the very end of it like just laughter hmm. and it was about like not sharing secrets let me let me um, let me uh let's see uh but it's pretty much like a message that's like encrypted the voice goes up the voice goes down and whatever and it's like it, it's supposed to be like this haunting thing um and people are like oh like maybe that's like a, a dr gaster kind of saying like beware of these like mysteries right so that was that's like a fun theory um and then i also there was so in delta ruin the cat in the castle that you can buy things from um says a quote for it's like darkness yet even dark or it's like it's it's go it's getting darker or my view of the world is getting darker yet darker still which is something that is also related to i believe um i think it's in see this is a bummer that i deleted this part um but i believe that it was in the in the lab so in the lab in um undertale is that there's a decrypted message about darker and darker still this is it yeah play it go ahead and play it Hello, have some respect and don't spoil the game. It's impossible to have mysteries nowadays. Because of nosy people like you. Please keep all of this between us. If you post it online, I won't make any more secrets. No one will be impressed. It will be your fault. Wow, I yeah. never heard that. So he literally says, 
if you share my secrets, I'm just not going to make anymore. Right. That's so insane. Which is, So it's like a very interesting uh, power play. Power play. But I will say, I mean, we got a lot more secrets. We got a lot more things. And again, I think it's part of... I ultimately to take all the fun out of it, it just seems like genius marketing. Um, yeah. But I also think that Toby Fox is very much a mysterious person and likes it that way and likes it that way. Yeah. And I love the mystery uh, revolving that I will say one last thing revolving hypothetically, the hell theory that in Delta rune, have you beat Delta rune? Did you play it? Eh. No. Not really. Okay, so there's a section in in Delta Ruin where you are in the Delta Ruin. Oh, Delta Ruin. 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 Not Ruin, right? Delta Ruin. Is, is it Delta Ruin? R U N E. Ruin. Okay. Ruin. Delta Ruin. Okay. Um, so there's a part where there is a locked, <laughs> a locked red door. Um, that's in like a little bunker. It's like a bunker, pretty much that would go down. And there's a song that plays by it, and it's like slow. But if you speed it up. Is it that message? If you speed it up to 666 speed, Jeez. it plays Dr. Gaster's song. 666 song times or 6.666? I don't know. It just the speed. When people did it, that's just what it said. It was 666 speed. Whoa. And I looked it up multiple times, and that's like what people were doing. Whoa. So I was like, okay, that's interesting. And in Delta Ruin, there's a time where you call home. It's playing that theme. And you can hear a little bit of crackling on the end of it. Interesting. So you can't call home when you're in like the world of of like the Delta Ruin, right? So when you're trying to call back someone in the real world or whatever it is, then it, you get that message. Weird. And so it's so it's like so cool because it's like there's just connecting little pieces. And so this like, like mystery of Doctor Gaster is still throughout the whole fucking thing. But they're still like they're they're so like minutely connected. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh it's yeah. Like, and like the pictures yeah. of him are like there's like some assets of this character that are just in code that never were used. Yeah. And it's just like so weird. Um, let's see. So uh, after that, uh, derailment, I don't need to say that again because I already said that. Office next or? Um, yeah. Let's just d- let's dive into that. Um, we're getting late on time on this one. So. OK, perfect. Let's do it. What time is it? 725. Oh, Jesus Christ. OK, let's go. In, let's do the saddest one. Let's do it with the office. So. Another dark theory results on experimental. <laughs> 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 I don't know. I'm trying to go fast. I don't really. No. Um. Okay. So I don't know why I put this right in front of. I I was going too fast. I think when I was at the very end of my thing, and I I put it different spots and different things, but that's okay. So um, another dark theory revolves around um. The soul, so the experimentation of souls, right? So that's like a pretty big thing, and I think it's actually exposed only in the. Maybe it's done in the normal one too, but for sure in the pacifist route. Okay. Um. So you get to explore after you do some things. Uh, Alphys's office has like there was a place where you could not go. It's exploded now. You can walk through, and then there's a door or like a elevator and you can go all the way down it to a mysterious lab right um so it speculates that the characters like dr alphys and potentially dr gaster are involved in unethical treatment and exploitation of souls 
raising unsettling questions about the nature of the underground and its inhabitants. The series delves into the darker implications of soul manipulation and the consequences it may have on the game's world. Um, I'm not going to go too, too insane into all of these, but Alphys, as you are going through this, you're learning, you're meeting these abominations that are supposedly creatures that have been filled with determination, um, but then it did not, it did not like work correctly. So it's kind of made these, huh. these creatures angry violent perfect experiments exactly they can't speak yeah. regular like they can't speak like the other monsters can you, like, you know? interact with these things oh yeah you fight them you do yep oh my gosh and you can be pacifist to them as well go on it's crazy yeah so there's a lot I of forgot about um, this game like so much of the game dude know? i know it's, it's for sure worth another playthrough like yeah. honestly yeah. um so Alvis does not have so so Alvis has a series of of like logs that you can kind of read and I'm, I kind of broke them down. There's a lot. So I'm broken them down into kind of like seven ways, like the majority of you kind of going through. So the first few entries are just like, it's Alpha's discussing her experiments with determination, the potential for extracting it from the human souls. She expresses guilt over her actions as, and the harm she has caused to the monsters. Huh. So it's actually interesting because I think too, there is a line in there where it's talking about um, having to like kill people and mm. feeling like guilty about that as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's pretty interesting. So Alphys expresses frustration with her inability to make progress in her research. She contemplates giving up and worries about the consequences of her experiments uh, if her experiments are discovered. Um, and then we get to a few more. Uh, she talks about encountering a strange creature made of al amalgamites. Fused beings created with her experiments. She expresses horror and sadness at the results of her work. So as she's doing this, they're, they're getting darker. And I believe it's because of her mental state. No, no, she's yeah. being told to do this. Yes, by so hypothetically, Asgore, right? Hypothetically, she's being told to do this yep. by okay. Asgore. I, okay. it, for sure, that is why this thing exists. And the the thing, the the real, the, so you know how there's like six um, caskets with different hearts on them. Sure. <laughs> Um, I mean, I know, that, I know, I know what you're talking about. I so yeah, but, yeah. So yeah. the the whole thing of like breaking the seal, they have like made this seven, thing that can do seven, that, right? Yeah. So, um, that is for sure why she's there as a doctor doing this stuff, doing these experimentations. Um, but we didn't really understand like what the true purpose behind yeah. it was, right? And so this is kind of more what it is. Um, so she discusses the concept of the true lab and how it was originally a part of the underground that was abandoned. She notes. The strange properties of determination and its connection to save points. So that's kind of something that they break down. That's kind of interesting where um, like, you know, how every single save point is like, oh, it's filling you with determination. It's filling you with determination. Right, so it's right. this constant thing of, you know, I mean, again, with that, I don't want to we're spoiling everything, but there's some some stuff I don't want to spoil. But um Okay, so Alphys also reveals her guilt and shame over lying to Asgore about the fate of the fallen humans. So she expresses a desire to make amends and fix the mistakes she's made. So this is referencing the um, experiments, experiment. right? The, the the imperfect determination right. monsters. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then let's see. Let's go. So the biggest thing is, um, she expresses fear and uncertain about the future. She wonders if her actions have doomed everyone and questions her own uh, worthiness. So this is something that is actually kind of interesting. Um, 
And this is why I think that her is a dark story. So, again, this is, again, a little bit of a trigger warning for people who um, don't want to, like, talk about or hear anything about suicide and all those kind of things. So just, you know, skip maybe, I don't know, oh. two or three minutes ahead. Um, so these you, could, you don't you can't fight her. You never fight her. So in the genocide route, it's pretty clear about the game being empty. You never even fight her in there. I see. So she, so for sure in the genocide route, got it. Okay, it is it is determined that she's killed herself. But even in the neutral, she's not at the end of the neutral. And so there's this the, this oh, thing where man. she, it, the only way to save Alphys from herself is with the with the like perfect peaceful route. And it is extremely because so she has just been constantly turmoil, and she's like a very nice, fun character. But the internal turmoil of her is just like so deep and dark. And when you do go to the lab, like you do get all of that. Yeah, you do confront her and talk to her and all that kind of stuff too. So, um, let's see. I think. Oh, maybe this was it. This was it. I just had it right here. I just moved it to the bottom and dumbass. Uh um, there it is. You see it right there? <laughs> Sick. Yeah. Um, okay. So and then the last thing I will say this. There is a cool video room in there, and it's literally just uh, like you take VHS tapes and plug them in and play them, and it tells you the whole story. And that goes into a little bit more of um Alpha Alfie and then also Dr. Gaster a tiny bit. So they have uh, some some of those things. Cool. Um but yeah, so I mean, like again, it's morbid, uh, man. Dang. Yeah, I mean, uh, we'll we'll just. Well, I'm not gonna shut this. You don't want to do the, uh, yeah. the outro? No, I'll do the outro. Do that outro. I don't know if you know it's that good. We'll we'll see. This concludes. No, <laughs> <laughs> no um, but this is conclude like our explanation of some of the darkest theories associated with Undertale. Uh, while these theories stem from the creative creativity and imagination of the fan community um they offer an intriguing glimpse into the depths of undertale's lore and characters as with many fan theories it's important to approach them with an open mind and remember that they are not confirmed by the game's creator um though some of these obviously are yeah confirmed but, by the game's creator but um yeah. but yeah i mean i know everyone kind of gets up in a fuss too and i'm sure i said some things that might not even be correct 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 uh correct but yeah so correct. you know correct critical critical right but yeah, so I mean, I love this game. I think it's very fantastic. I love the 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 fandom behind this game can also be a little bit weird. It's a little bit like Omari uh, Omori uh to where the community is great, but sometimes they're fucking weird. Okay? And <laughs> that's it. No, some, no. Of the, some of the yeah, shit, uh, yeah. there's no we're not going to be coy about that. Okay. No. That that's just any community, but we're talking about a game right now. It's yeah. called Undertale. And yes, some of those fan, There's uh, some weird fan shit. theories that you guys have about there about Sans and uh, Papyrus, stop it. Knock it off. Get some help. 